December of 2000. Then-President Bill Clinton's term was about to expire, welcoming a new president, George W. Bush. Destiny's Child was topping the charts with their smash hit, Independent Women. The Grinch stole the number one spot at the box office. And it was in December that Dwayne Rudolph of Medford got a letter that would change his life forever. It said his teenage daughter was gone and the abductor signed their name admitting to the crime. I'm Cassandra Cepeda, and this is Forgotten, Stacy Rudolph, Mailbox Confessions. Teenagers can be complicated. Think back to when you were that age. Maybe some of you are that age now. I think it's safe to say we all remember a time when we were a roller coaster of emotions and maybe a little bit difficult to predict. But Stacy Rudolph's dad, Dwayne, says his daughter was a smart girl full of life. I don't know, she always seemed to be in a good, playful mood all the time, you know, and made friends easy, outspoken, courteous. So, not really shy. <laughs> not shy. No, she made friends real easy. Um, good in school. Got good grades and stuff like that. Which is why when the 13-year-old didn't show up at his home after school, it raised some eyebrows, but didn't quite rise to the level of panic. After all, she was a teenager. You know, we thought, oh, maybe she's walking home. Maybe she hooked up with some friends or stayed after school for something. Yeah. You know, 13 years old. What girl would want to hang out with her friends? Oh, yeah. You know? That was until the mail was delivered. And with it, a letter that would change everything. It just said that I have Stacy, and I will contact you and let you know what's going on. And never heard anything from it. The two-page letter was handwritten, dated December 1st, 2000, and signed Lori Krieger, Stacy's biological mom. I thought at the time we all got along good, you know, and then all of a sudden, She's just gone. Our team was able to get a copy of the letter through a records request from the clerk of courts in Taylor County. If you're not familiar with the area, Medford is a small agricultural community with about 4,000 people. It's located in north central Wisconsin, about 50 miles west of Wausau. Now, before I get into the letter, because I will, I need to give you a little more background information on Stacy's home life growing up. Dwayne divorced Lori back in 1993 when Stacy was just six years old. Before then, she mainly lived with her mom. Paperwork from the divorce says Lori was a student at North Central Technical College working as a waitress at Pine Ridge Restaurant. It also says she was living in Merrill, which is about a 30-minute drive from Dwayne's home. But Lori didn't stay there for long. Dwayne described Stacy's home life with Lori as unstable, filled with constant moving. It was so bad, he said, it was hard to keep track of where Lori was living. You know, I, I know her mom moved around a few times, you know, and sometimes I traveled all the way to Hudson or I've traveled all the way up to Phillips from Medford and as far as all the way down to Milwaukee area. You know, one of the suburbs of Milwaukee just to pick up Cece, you know, and then we get her for the weekend or whatever and take her back. In 1997, Dwayne remarried. Together, the couple had a little boy and baby girl on the way when Stacy disappeared. 
I don't even believe that her and my wife really got in any arguments or nothing, you know. It's, they'd hang out, go shopping or whatever, you know, and everything seemed to be good. Stacy had just turned 13 years old in November of 2000. And her dad says everything seemed normal. She uh, was living with me and my wife and attending school in Medford. She seemed to be having a good time with it and she made lots of friends and some of the friends I still talk to them to this day. December 1st was a Friday, which meant Stacy was supposed to be at school, but she never got off the school bus at the end of the day. Because we waited around and we figured maybe that she went with some of her friends or hanging out at school. We contacted the bus service in Medford and then they contacted the driver and the driver's like, she never got on the bus. Contact school and they're like, we don't know, you know. School was released and then uh, they said that uh, as far as they know, they thought that she got on the bus, you know, and, but she never showed up at our house, you know. The next day, the second, a postmarked letter arrived in the mail. I'm going to have one of my coworkers read a couple portions of that letter written by Lori. Dwayne, Stacy is with me and will continue to be with me. Per the court decree, I still have placement, primary placement. Being that she's now 13 years old and wants to be with me and not you, she's with me. She called me to come and get her. I respect my daughter and what she wants, unlike you who uses her to spite me. She cries because she wanted to come home with me. How can you be so selfish and uncaring as to what she wants? Maybe someday you'll realize that the world and how everyone acts does not revolve around you. Pretty harsh and pretty confusing. I read the paperwork from court in 1993, and because of the divorce, the court ordered Dwayne and Lori to have shared custody, but gave him physical placement of Stacy, meaning Stacy would live most of the time with Dwayne and he had the right and responsibility to make routine daily decisions regarding her care. So why Lori would say she had primary placement doesn't make sense. Now it is possible another custody hearing was held and a different decision was made, but I don't have access to those documents. After all, Stacy wasn't abducted until 2000, seven years later. So after getting the letter, Dwayne says that's when police got involved. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of information on what police did to track down Lori. The few police officers that helped me out in Medford, they, they were really nice, you know. I mean, it seemed like they were doing everything that they could, but they just weren't making any groundway on anything. I asked several times for an interview, but the Medford Police Department denied my request. So honestly, I don't know what was done. I assume investigators looked for any vehicle sightings, tracked any banking information available, and looked into Lori's boyfriend at the time. But I just don't know. And none of my sources went into specifics about what was done in terms of the investigation. And to be honest, it doesn't really sound like Dwayne knows either. Besides a potential sighting, communication between Dwayne and investigators have been radio silent. They said that they had a possible lead on a mother and daughter in Las Vegas. And then they got back to me and they're like, yeah, it wasn't them. 
A felony warrant was issued for Lori on September 19, 2002, almost two years after the abduction of her daughter. In 2011, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children released an age-progressed photo of Stacy at what she would look like at 23 years old. Besides that, there has been virtually no movement in the case. In between raising a family and working, Dwayne says he has done whatever he can to try to find his daughter. And I go on the internet and try to look up different things, different people, and, you know, to see if Lori's friends with them or Stacy or, you know, I, I never had no luck with any of it, you know. I asked Wayne what it was like to get that letter 22 years ago, and more importantly, why Lori would take Stacy. I was mad, angry, because I couldn't believe that she would do that. You know, I mean, you know, obviously we had our bad times, you know, that's why we weren't together, but, you know, I'm like, I don't think I ever really did anything that terrible in life to have her take the kid and never ever see the kid again. Dwayne says he has no clue where the two went or where they could be today. He suspects they left with Lori's boyfriend. And some potential illegal activity forced them to leave Wisconsin. But it was based on a hunch, and he didn't elaborate. I'm totally clueless. You know, our, like I said before, are they in the United States? Or they, you know, I, I did some research on uh, Bruce, Lori's boyfriend at the time. And I know he had family from Chicago, Las Vegas, and... Uh, Germany, I believe it was. You know, and I, I can't say for sure. I mean, maybe they just went to the Bahamas. I don't know. Maybe that's where they're living. I have no idea. I think what makes this case so complicated and maybe why there's been such limited traction is because of age. And I'm not talking about the age of the case. I mean Stacy's age. Today, Stacy is an adult in her 30s, able to make her own choices. Maybe back then she did get tricked into leaving, or maybe she wanted to live with her mom. It's a lot of maybes floating around, and again, she was just 13. Today, she would most likely know what's left behind and how to get in contact with her family in Medford. This podcast is the first time Dwayne has ever done any sort of sit-down interview with anyone. So I had to ask him a tough question. What if Stacy simply doesn't want to be found. I talk with my wife all the time about it, you know, and when well, we do talk about it, and obviously we just want to know if she's okay. You know, did she ever get married? Does she have kids? You know, there's always questions, you know, and obviously we ain't got no answers. So, you know, we miss, you know, having prom or graduation or anything. Stacy, if you're listening, I don't know why you have chosen to stay away or why you haven't contacted any family or friends. But what I do know is there are people still looking for you. All they want to know is if you're okay. You have not been forgotten. You know, and if you see her, you know, contact your police department. You know, and all they got to do is just investigate a little bit. And, oh, yeah, it wasn't her. You know, I mean, oh yeah, it was her, you know. 
Stranger things have happened. Stacy was taken when she was 13 years old. Today, she'd be 35. At the time, she was 5'7 with brown hair and brown eyes. She has pierced ears with a scar on the inside part of her right arm near her elbow. We also have a picture of Lori, Stacy's mom, on our website. Her birthday is December 17, 1969, which would have made her 30 years old at the time of Stacy's abduction. She is described as white, 5'8", 125 pounds, with sandy blonde hair and hazel or brown eyes. She may also use the alias last names of Rudolph and or Verdone. Lori and Stacy may also be in the company of an adult male. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Stacy Rudolph or Lori Krieger, please call the Medford Police Department at 715-748-1447.